So welcome back to our podcast, everyone. This is now our second podcast for Crypto Craze and Stocks to Hodl. So I think we're going to talk mainly about crypto in this one. Yes, sir. What did you call it? Crypto Craze? I like that. Yeah, Crypto Craze. I like that name. Uh, Cool. What are we talking about? Uh, We got uh, Bitcoin. We got Bitcoin. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about my portfolio because some big things might be coming. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll throw it over to you to talk about Bitcoin to start us off. Cool. All right. Bitcoin rises over $46,000. Now uh, up from the 30000 resistance that we had not even like a couple of weeks ago. And uh, over the weekend, it hit pretty good heights. I'm just going to pull up the chart here. But uh, I think we were down to, yeah, I think uh, 30000 was... Uh, da, da, da. July twenty first. July, yeah. July, July 21st. 21st. Yeah, there you go. And then it went up. We had another resistance around the 37. We saw that bouncing off for a while there. Like, last bounce was on August 6th. Uh, 6th, sorry. And then on uh, August or the 42K, there's also another resistance. But anyways, uh, so yeah, it keeps bouncing up. And it's, uh, going back to that state of pump after a dump for or after like a decline for over i would say since uh april which is like what four or five months now i'd I'd say so yeah 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 Yeah. time's flying yeah yeah and now as of the time of this recording we're at the 45k uh happily consolidating there Uh, i mean that's good that's really healthy um healthy healthy growth uh that's what we're gonna see with bitcoin like there there's always these ups and downs and uh every time there's a down everybody thinks that this is going to be like the end of uh bitcoin and everything every time there's because of something this time is because of the chinese markets and miners and the regulations and everything i think uh we're getting into a good uh state right now where we're going coming back and uh but yeah i think the last time we were at the level we are currently in was in May 16th, 2021. So this is good. Yeah, I'm looking at the chart right now and just some of the quick resistance lines I had drawn up. Mm -hmm. So we did pass that one uh, the other day at, uh, where did I have it marked? Around 41,000. Right. So that was uh, based on some previous um, resistance at the 15th of june and i think i went back here yeah to january 9th uh-huh. so some resistance in those two areas so i kind of placed that one we passed it but then we dipped down below it again so we kind of we barely passed it we hit forty-two thousand, and then kept going back down after that right and then we started to rebound again at thirty-eight thousand ish yeah and now we're in a steady uptrend. We passed that resistance that I had marked again, like the 41,000. But we're actually just passing another one that I had marked around 45,300. Mm-hmm. And we're consolidating on top of it, which right. I like. Yeah. I mean, there's been a spread of good news uh, following Bitcoin. Uh, the latest one being AMC uh, announcing that we'll start accepting it. Uh, did they say a timeline or they said by the end of the year end of the year right uh, that's good that's good I mean it's good uh, good progress on it uh, 
it's a big problem with or the thing with Bitcoin is it's uh, influencing a whole market behind it. Like the whole crypto market is based on Bitcoin. And so uh, with the rise of Bitcoin and over the weekend, my portfolio took a pretty good uh, rise. I'm a pretty good pump, especially with Dogecoin, SHIB, which are my two biggest accounts, both being over 30% in growth. Um, I don't know. How is your, how's your portfolio like? So my portfolio is horribly diversified. <laughs> um, so I, for whoever doesn't know, uh, I only have around $160 in the in my crypto wallet, mainly because I didn't know a whole lot about it, about it at the time. And I wanted to just learn what I was doing and I wanted to put some money in. So I actually understood and uh, had some real risk there, even though it was very minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I started out with a couple different positions and I don't even know what I was doing. I was like in AMP, which I don't even think like, <laughs> I, I could go look at it right now, but I don't, I don't think it's even moved. No. And I was in Doge though. I had some in Doge okay. and then Jim, you convinced me to put it all in Doge. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say convinced, just heavily influenced. Well, no. Yeah, yeah, you didn't convince me. You told me that AMP was kind of Yeah, no, I, I asked, not where it was at. I did convince you to get out of AMP. I just not, I didn't trust it, so. Yeah, um, I'm looking back now. It, it spiked for like two days. And that's now lower than my entry point again. There you go. There you go. I mean, yeah, it's just... Uh, I don't get into anything I don't understand. Uh, with that being said, I don't understand all of crypto, but I haven't heard anybody talking about uh, AMP, so I'm not going to... Uh, not enough volume, risk. I guess. No, no. See, I have a lot of coins where I've just bought in like $10 worth or $15 worth. Uh, I have like eight, nine coins like that. But I'm just these are kind of like a hit or miss. Either I actually make a profit off them or just miss and that's okay. It's just 10 bucks. Mm, yeah, that's fair. So uh, yeah, I I know I have uh, almost hit break even mm-hmm. from that's when good. I started. I just needed a little more. See, I bought uh, I I bought Doge right before the crash, and so I thought it was gonna go higher. That was like the April nineteenth. I thought it was gonna go higher, but it didn't because of the whole Doge Day four twenty. But. Uh, yeah, so I bought it at a pretty high level. I think at the forty-two cent mark. So once I hit there, I think that should be my. Uh, um, my forty-two cents Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, all my investments are crypto.com. If you are Canadian and you're looking to look at your charts in Canadian, I don't know if your uh, platform. I don't know. You use Coinbase, right, Logan? Yeah, mine's in Canadian though. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I use. I'm using crypto.com and also in Canadian. So. Got a couple choices there. Yeah, I also have Kraken, and Kraken's all in U.S. though. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I don't have anything in there yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking at my Dogecoin right now. We're at 32 cents Canadian, and I think I I only need I need nine dollars to hit break even. So, how much would that need to rise? I have how much Dogecoin? I have 474 Dogecoin. So to get to $9, I'm going to need about uh, one point, well, one, 
Almost two cents. That's not bad at all. Not bad at all. And as soon as it does, I will reconsider investing more money into crypto. See, I'm going to try and convince you to do that. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a, definitely a good, a good way to diversify my investments as a whole. Oh, yeah. Um, I was kind of waiting for the regulations. Like I, I heard speculation that they were going to release some news about that in November. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard much about it since like two months ago. So. See, here's the thing about the regulation. Some people are advocating for it, and they're saying that the, the only the reg- or sorry, the regulations is the, are the only way for uh, for big time investors to get into crypto, which will actually move the markets. So that regulations might actually be a really good thing for us. So I think re- yeah, I think regulating the market would be good, but you should regulate it and keep it decentralized. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's, I guess, the question. Can you do both? Yeah, exactly. Like, you'd have to figure out how to do it, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not as easy as it sounds. No, no. And that's why, like, there's a lot of debate over it. Uh, the SEC has been having their hands full of crypto lately. So, um, yeah. But, yeah. I know I trust blockchain more than, like, a bank security system. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Which, I mean, it's kind of scary to say out loud, but... <laughs> Here's the thing. I mean, we've seen... Banks have been around forever. They, we've seen their power, but we've also seen how they can crumble in seconds. Look in 2008, you know? Yeah, that's true. And, like, in in reality, the reason that banks are so unstable is because the general public is... like, the, Well, look at um, the Great Crash, right? Mm. everyone went and pulled out that was the worst thing that could have happened right so now we're learning but there's still things that are happening in the bank system that can just be better if everything was decentralized yeah plus it would be i I don't know it would be a little bit more private uh i mean yeah yeah and not only private it'll be like no interference is not always the best thing, but also could be good when it comes to, how do I say this? No interference means no external agendas, right? And so most mm. of the uh, economic par- uh, policy, policies that have been happening right now are be- are because of some political uh, benefits. And so that's why like, people don't ha- trust the uh, governments to dictate the economy anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's why I think it's scary. Yeah, because it's scary when you think about that, like that side of things. Mm-hmm. Because you have the governments who implement monetary and fiscal policy to alter maybe the money supply or something like that in order to bring back, bring the economy back to equilibrium. Mm-hmm. But if we were decentralized, we're assuming that we're going to reach equilibrium naturally, which I mean is the is the theory but will it actually happen i don't know i don't know and if we don't then we might be screwed we could be but until then we're gonna wait until doge gets to a dollar and we're gonna pull out <laughs> i mean and we're gonna, i won't disagree yeah i mean uh the, the doge coin millionaire must be living a pretty sad life right now he was once a $2 million man, and now he's down pretty bad. I don't know what he would be at. Let me go look. 
I know he, he so I need to look at the US pair to know how sure. much he is. So if you don't know, the Dogecoin millionaire is a guy who in, in the US who bought in, I think, $174,000 worth of Dogecoin back was when it was at the 0.04 cents. And he uh, he held on and there was a big spike uh, four or five months ago, which resulted into this guy earn, uh, making a gain of two to $2.5 million dollars. So that guy would literally be refreshing his uh, portfolio and he would have gained an extra $100,000 out of nowhere, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I'm looking right now. I believe I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's a millionaire at 26 cents. At US. 26. And he's at, well, it's 0.25399. He's right there. Yeah, he should be a millionaire maybe by tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. Well, I mean, poor guy until it spikes back up to right. 65 cents and yeah. it's 2 million. See, here's the thing. Mark Cuban said that Dogecoin will hit a dollar. I trust Mark Cuban. But to set, I think I'm pulling out the second it hits a dollar. And then I'm thinking, I'm looking at something else. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not. it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, because a dollar would be the hardest resistance slice you're going to see. Or sorry, support line. Like it's, it's not going to. Or no, sorry, resistance. You were right, resistance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be hardest resistance line you're gonna see. Like, it's not gonna get ahead of a dollar. Like everybody oh, has to stop loss for sure. And like the the sad part about this whole journey is your holdings might be less than a year, so you're gonna be paying business tax on them. Yeah, that's also true. But risk to reward it's better to get out of the dollar yeah no exactly yeah. no I'm definitely getting it out of dollar the rest I'll probably keep in out of because I don't know what their potential is I'll probably like research and try to see where the rest would be going out but uh, that'll be it for Doge for me yeah that makes sense but yeah well we're nearing the 15 minute mark trying to keep him short and sweet yeah let's keep it uh, short and sweet under 15 minutes um, send yeah, us so off? I'll send us out. Yeah, next time you guys come, um, you can expect these podcasts to be in between 10 and 15 minutes, just long enough for you to enjoy on your drive to work in the mornings. So, with that, we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace.